Hey, good evening, everyone. State Representative Brad Albrook here with the Freedom Caucus Chairman Chris Miller and a Freedom Caucus member Dan Caucus. Hey, guys, we had kind of an exciting evening after a long week here in the Capitol. Uh, kind of ended differently than we thought it was going to. Uh, Dan, there was an important bill. We're just going to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. There was an important bill got called about nine. No, was it nine fifteen, nine thirty? What was the time? I'm kind of losing track of the way things have went here today. It's been a long day. Tell us how it went. Well, it was about nine thirty. We we're wrapping up. I mean, we've been at this uh, this mess since about one o'clock this afternoon, and called in, and we've been going through bills just as quick and fast as we can. But every now and then, uh, we come across a bill that's really onerous, and we uh, use our ability to. Uh, make sure that the Democrats have at least 60 of their members uh, in the chamber to vote uh, because that's the threshold. You have to have 60 votes to pass a bill. So guess what? Uh, we got to uh, this very onerous bill. It came out of the prescription uh, drug affordability uh, house committee, which I am the minority spokesperson on. Uh, this is a house bill for you people at home. You can go on and look at house bill 3957. Uh, ILGA.gov. Uh, 3957 is a bill that was proposed uh, by uh, one of the uh, new radical members of the Democrat uh, caucus. Uh, and what it sought to do was to essentially uh, uh, put, put price controls on uh, off-label drugs and generic drugs. And she had, uh, she had this thing all teed up uh, it uh, barely got through the committee the first time. It came back with an amendment. Uh, it barely got out of the committee the second time. And uh, I didn't think it was going to go. Didn't think it was actually, you know, 39, it's 3957, 3957. Um, and the chairman uh, was kind of uh, reluctant to call it. But then all of a sudden, we see that uh, Speaker Welch uh, came in as a chief co-sponsor. <laughs> so we knew that we were going to see it on the floor. Well, we were ready for it. Um, I heard that uh, the attorney general's office actually uh, is going to give an opinion that the bill is unconstitutional and in, in how it treats interstate commerce. But we never got to that point. So they called the bill and uh, we're on uh, parliamentary procedures again, a short debate which means that you can only have one opponent and one proponent. Uh, I'm the spokesman for our committee and should have been given the opportunity to speak first on the bill. Well, guess what? The Dems played a little trick. They got one of their members, uh, Robert DeLuca, to uh, push his button and say he was an opponent of the bill. Essentially cut us off. And he said, uh, I'm an opponent of the bill. He asked a couple of lame questions. And then no other opponent could speak. No, no proponents wanted to speak. So immediately I called for a verified vote. Now, folks at home, a verified vote means that we want to see those members voting in the affirmative in their chairs. The speaker uh, in, the, in the well uh, makes the announcement. Everybody, please be in your chair, vote your own switches. Well, they tried this crap. Uh, we complained loudly that, that we didn't get a chance to not only to debate the bill, but we had asked for a recorded vote. Well, they had the votes. By golly, they had 63 votes. They only needed 60 to pass. 
but we prevailed. Uh, we used the same parliamentary rules that they use. So we prevailed in our demand that the vote be verified. And they had to go through and call the name of every person that voted for the bill. Well, guess what? There are only 59 Democrats in the chamber, at least. There may have been less. We stopped when it got down to 59. I think we could have gotten to 58 or 57. But essentially, there were not 60 Democrats in the chamber to vote for this very, very expensive and very important bill. And this is the kind of stuff that these Democrats pull. They don't come to the chamber. They don't show up. They go home early. And yet their votes get recorded because the staff is running around pushing buttons for them. And it looks like they have 70 votes on these bills. And, you know, maybe there's 62 or three people in the chamber. But tonight, when they needed the people to be there on this very, very important bill, they tried to, to pull this bullshit deal and cut us out of the debate and then ram a vote through without verification. So here we go. Here, uh, we stopped it. And uh, so we caused a little chaos in the House chambers tonight. I think it was actually uh, historic. I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like that again. So when we finally got the verified vote and we started to move on to the next bill, and here it is, 10 o'clock, and there's only two more hours. Now, this everything has to be done today by midnight. So there were only two more hours left. We decided, let's just go to caucus. And away we went, and the Dems gave up. They threw up their hands. They knew they didn't have 60 votes to pass any controversial bills. They knew we were going to spend some time off the House floor to run out the clock. So they just said, eh, we're going home. <laughs> so, guys, we've seen this uh, time and time again, right? Especially when they get in these long days, uh, the Democrat members filter in and out of the uh, chamber room all uh, afternoon and evening until the wee hours. Um, they've got staff members running around pushing their buttons. This isn't hard to see. They don't hide it. And uh, they got called out. I think this was the fourth time this evening uh, yeah. that a verification was called. And it was a really, really important bill. And they were short. Uh, the members needed to get it done. Uh, Chris, what's your thoughts on how this all went down here late this evening? Well, I thought it was pretty interesting. It was an example of the power of one Freedom Caucus member standing up, calling for verification, uh, standing strong the whole time because there was a lot of shouting and a lot of chaos going on. But, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just typical of these guys. This is a... This is a prime example of why Illinois is broke and people are leaving because, you know, the last, this whole week we looked at bill after bill after bill after bill, and all it did was it was uh, tax more, borrow more, spend more, regulate more, put more restrictions on business, causing more, causing life to be difficult for the working class Illinoisan as well as as people that are trying to run their small businesses and be profitable and they just just pile on and it's just incredible to me the the ability that they have to just to to have absolutely no solutions to fix the problems that are plaguing Illinois and I was so proud of the Freedom Caucus standing up this evening 
calling for a caucus mm -hmm. and and driving the point to mm -hmm. to make sure that this business as usual ends and uh, bring some relief to all of us hopefully right yeah. well we may not be in the majority but we can't act like we're in the minority all the time and i think the procedural right. moves uh, work to our advantage tonight, Dan. Thank you for standing there and uh, waiting them out and calling them out and calling for that caucus. I think was really, really vital. And it yeah. iced them down. And they said, We're, We don't have the people here tonight. They did yeah. not and, have the people there without us. And I want to give a shout out to our legal team, uh, particularly Patrick Windhorse, uh, state rep Patrick Windhorse, who uh, spearheaded the legal uh, challenge. Uh, to their refusal to have a recorded vote. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the rules. We had the rules on our side. And uh, our, our legal team made sure to press the issue every time the Democrats tried to squirm out of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we held them accountable and uh, we were victorious tonight. I know we're going to see this, uh, see this bill again. Right. But hopefully by the time this bill comes back that we will have an opinion from the Attorney General. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put uh, Representative Saeed in her place and uh, save the taxpayers uh, of, of Illinois a, a huge uh, whack because right. this bill was going to absolutely do exactly the opposite of what they want. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so very good. Hey guys, I think let's cut it off there. I just want to give everybody an update and uh, hopefully we can get back together Sunday evening at our Front Porch Live conservative campfire and yeah. uh, we'll have kind of an update. Look for a statement coming out. And uh, guys, again, we appreciate it if you like and share and follow and subscribe to our content. And with that, unless you guys have any closing remarks, I'm going to hit the outro and say good night. See you all. Sleep well. <laughs>